Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses. I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator. Tara. Hello. <laughs> Here we are. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I have a little bit of a Sudoku hangover. Have you ever played Sudoku? I have not, but I'm sure you are uh, probably <laughs> tell me something very competitive about it. I don't actually know. I don't know if you say play Sudoku. Like it's sort of like a crossword puzzle. I don't think you play crossword puzzles. I guess you just do okay. Sudoku. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I have never really taken an interest in it. And then recently, my daughter got into it. And I started doing some Sudoku. And, uh, you know, I think it's the same. I feel like there's something about my brain that really loves puzzles. Like I love jigsaw puzzles. I love crossword puzzles. And Sudoku is just kind of the next level of that for me. Um, and so I've been really getting good, good at Sudoku and I've, it's taken a while. I used to have to look at all the answers all the time. And then I watched several episodes of the Sudoku guy on YouTube. I would highly recommend it. He's really cute. He's like this older man with a bow tie who teaches on a white Sudoku whiteboard. And, uh, I'm kind of obsessed with it. And so I've gotten better, which I'm so proud of myself for. And uh, plus, it's like numbers, so I feel I feel righteous doing it. <laughs> I feel like I'm, you know, I'm really, really helping my brain further develop as I as I uh, get through my fiftieth year. And last night, though, I was really tired, and I was working on one of the puzzles, and I hadn't had to look at the answers for several times, several puzzles. And I got to this one and I just couldn't get it. And I had to look at the answer and I just felt so bad. I felt like I had completely failed. And I was like, I need the Sudoku guy to like pull me out of this funk. It's so, but in those, I totally know that feeling, but I think that you have to remember, which I learned as a therapist is this saying that says, sometimes you have to regress to progress. And I love that because it's true that a lot of times we take a step back, which this is not, I mean, this is minor to what you're saying, but to realize how far we've come. Right. And so you maybe had to look once, but you hadn't had to look in a while. And so that's actually made some progress. <laughs> that's true. That's so funny. That, that is also true with child development, right? Like sometimes when your kid is just acting up in their younger years, I remember our pediatrician used to say that, that when they're about to go through a really big developmental leap, they kind of go backwards a little bit first. And, you know, in business, a lot of times I'll say to myself, you know what, this is happening right now because something else is about to happen. And I really, okay, so maybe that's trying to make myself feel better. <laughs> but in in time after time, it's kind of true because I say things just can't be this bad. Always something has to change. Mm -hmm. And then it typically does. Well, you know, of course you have to make a change, but, um, but it's true. And yes, I did see that with my kids, you know, the change of season, my kids change so much. Like they act out a great deal, especially when they were young and they would cry a lot and stuff. 
but we always knew it was because change was coming. Mm-hmm. So how do you get over the fear of failing? So how do I even start the next Sudoku puzzle? <laughs> <laughs> you just go in like anything else. I mean, listen, we all have failed and start, first of all, starting your own business or a business at all. Right there, you're setting yourself up. Are you going to fail or not fail? It's obvious somewhat of a mindset, and it's also trial and error. Nobody knows that more than you. And so when you go to approach the puzzle again, don't go with this mindset that I'm going to fail. Go with, here I go again. I'm going to try it. I mean, what do you think is the best approach when you are, you know, moving, let's move this to a business aspect. When you're putting yourself out there and trying something new, there's always that possibility. Yeah. And I am by nature a little risk averse. And I also am somewhat of a pessimist. So those two things combined make it really hard to try new things and not feel like you're going to fail. But for me, what helps is almost like forcing myself to think through what's the worst that could happen. So if I do fail, first of all, what is failure? What does that mean? I like and, that, you that because you do need to define what failure is because right. it would not be necessary necessarily doomsday. It's all done. It's just maybe something to you that's, you know, feels right. like maybe it's just like a kink in your path, like a, just a little detour in your path. Um, but for me, it's like, what, so what if I do fail? What is the worst case that could happen? And I've thought a lot about that. I mean, I have had a couple different startups and, you know, with one of them, I took friends and family money. And before I took that money, that was uh, a very hard time for me. And I really had to think carefully before I took that money. It's not that that money is, you know, any more valuable than or more, you know, more sensitive than other people's money, but they're people who I have personal relationships with, and it's a very, very hard decision. And I remember getting a pretty large investment from one of my friend, close friends uh, or being offered a large investment from one of my close friends. And I remember just kind of standing there with my phone in my hand when I, when I saw the message, just thinking, oh my God, what if I fail? What if I lose all this money? What's going to happen? And I thought through what would happen, you know, and I, it's personal to this person, but, um, you know, I, I came to the conclusion that I was pretty confident in this business. And, uh, I think that regardless of the outcome, that this would be a good opportunity for this person and for me. And so I decided to proceed, but it was for sure a really tough moment. And I thought through like, what would be the worst case? Yeah. So you go, so that's interesting because when you do go through what would be the worst case, that sounds like that kind of tends to ease your mind a little bit. Maybe it doesn't make it seem so big what the worst case scenario could be. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Because I think it's about the unknown. Like Mm -hmm. that's what is so scary about failure is just not knowing what's going to happen to me or my business or my team or whatever it is. Um. And so, and I have had failures. Absolutely. I remember I came home um, one time, I came home after I had to shut down one of my startups and I was telling my, my kids, I was kind of giving them the news and they had been very involved in the, in the business just because they were like part of my life as I was building it and they saw it happen. And I had to tell them that we were shutting it down. And um, I was anticipating like this 
big like shock and everything. And I was so nervous about the conversation with my little kids. And the response I got from Sophie, who at the time was probably like five, was, well, Susie didn't come to school today. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay, so that is the worst that could happen with in terms of how my family is going to react. Susie didn't come to school today. (laughs) Well, you know, interestingly enough, and I I assume maybe some people are going through this is a couple of weeks ago, I was going through a really hard time because we are hopefully transitioning out of this COVID situation. And I started having a lot of doubts of, oh my God, what's going to happen? I have thrown my entire self into social media for the last, not that I wasn't before, but because I haven't had working with clients head on, it's been all social media related. And that's not typical of my business. I do both, you know? And so I just had this panic moment of, oh my God, what if I can't work with my clients or they don't want to work with me or people don't want to use me and and then I'm only stuck in social media. And at that point, my social media was having issues with Instagram. And it was like this whole thing. And I, it probably lasted like two weeks. It was way too much stress. If you know me, I actually, I don't take, I I don't stress that much because I just know things are going to work out. And not to say I don't stress, I just don't stress like that. And that was not a good space for me. Um, but I think that we all have to go through times like that because then you makes you change your perspective and maybe what you're doing. Maybe your approach needs to change. And also back to your point of the unknown is we're kind of in this unknown space right now a little bit still, right? Right. So, um, but you have to get through it. And now obviously I have clients who are reaching out, which is so, I think that I just missed that so much. I just didn't want it to not be a part of my business. Yep. And I think, you know, there's a difference between sort of figuring out or thinking through what the worst case would be and catastrophizing something, which is a word I've heard recently. And you probably know it as a therapist. Um, but it's this notion of like, you're blowing it way out of proportion. And so you can certainly write down like what the worst case is, but then you got to think about, am I being realistic? Like, is what are the chances that something like this happens? Right. And I think that in this COVID time, I, I hate to keep saying it, but like, that's the only thing is that we don't necessarily know. And that, and I don't sit well with the unknown that I can't control, which I think a lot of people do. Right. But here, you know, you got to keep moving forward. And that's the thing about when you take a chance to start a business. Yes, you might fail, as Jill has said, you do. But then Jill, how did you get yourself out of that? Like, how do you bounce back and then step into the next thing? You take a minute and you absorb the failure and you try to kind of turn around, turn it on its head and look at it as a learning opportunity, which I have. And you just move on. Like you just take one, it's one step at a time. And I think the biggest, the biggest issue is your confidence. Cause once yeah. you've, once you've sort of had that failure, then you feel like, Oh my God, I'm never gonna be able to do anything ever again. Um, but you see, you see that, uh, you take one step forward and slowly your confidence comes back. I think it also has to do with the people you surround yourself with. So, you know, people who you surround yourself with, whether they're business associates, investors, um, friends, family, you know, you, 
you need to know that they're going to be supportive of, you know, anything that you're going through. So even, you know, the investors that I had in the business that failed, um, all of them were super supportive. Even at the end, when we, we had to shut it down, they were all just so supportive because they knew what they were getting into. And that comes back to just being really transparent and honest from the get-go. So as long as you're open and honest and have supportive people around you, you're not alone and you'll be able to get yourself back up for sure. And let's talk about the positive of this whole situation is when you start to accomplish things and it's your business and you started it and you were afraid to fail, how good does that feel? Exactly. Yeah. It feels it's amazing. Yes. It feels great for sure. <laughs> so I, I am so depressed right now. <laughs> no. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, um, I'm I'm actually super excited for lunch. What are you having for lunch today? <laughs> no, but just to bring it back, this was not meant to be a sad conversation. It's just I think a lot of people uh, don't take a chance because they're afraid, and this is really why I thought this would be a good topic because you're talking to two people who have taken a chance. It hasn't always worked out, but we keep going, and here we are. And so it's always do it because honestly. It feels so good when it goes your way and you get it right. Right. Exactly. It does. All right. So we're going to give Jill a you. <laughs> and thank you for sharing, Jill. We do appreciate it. Um, if you guys have any questions or comments or, you know, want to ask us anything about steps we've taken or what we should have taken, please feel free to ask us. And any lunch ideas, too. Be welcome. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean Shorts. Short Shorts. Boy Shorts. Tennis Shorts. Cargo Shorts. Seated Shorts. Running Shorts. Board Shorts.